0: friends I am so excited this is my very first podcast and welcome to crave extraordinary life and I am your host Kyrene Gilder before I start I want to kind of introduce myself and well you already know I'm Kyrene Gilder and I have been married for about 18 years actually it's 17 years it's gonna be 18 years in October I'm raising five kids and they're currently upstairs some maybe still sleep at summertime and well here in Arizona it's very hot and I have two young girls playing upstairs so if you hear playing that's just my life guys welcome to my world okay um, just to start off I want to Basically do an outline of what I'm about and what is Crave Extraordinary Life. Crave Extraordinary Life was basically born last year during COVID. And I got the name in a dream, to be honest. And I was actually trying to figure out the night before my dream what my business would be called. And I just literally would hear, crave, 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 extraordinary life. And I woke up, looked all these words up and put them together. And here I am with Crave Extraordinary Life. And I just decided to start a podcast as well. I would be speaking on pretty much raw life, challenges, obstacles, use timeless wisdom that I've gained, you know. In my adulthood and teenage and young adult life Um, parenting i have five kids so i have some wisdom to give and being married for almost 18 years i have a lot of wisdom in that too so i hope that you guys can just kick back relax and just know this is not going to be perfect but we'll have a great journey so what i want to talk about today is to speak on obstacles and how to use your past as knowledge for your future. So here we go. Albert Einstein said, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. When I decided to use my past as fuel, something changed in me. My history was no longer evidence to use against me, but only data to empower me. Before I learned this timeless wisdom, I would say things like, I can't do it because last time, or I'm not made for this because he said, she said, and it won't ever work because it didn't work in the past. Uh, Does this sound familiar? (laughs) This self-talk is 80% of how I would always respond when things did not go my way or when things didn't work the first, second, or third time, and I wasn't aware that my fixed mindset was a major part that led me down a dark path with limited thinking. I know we've all been there and I've gotten a lot better at this. However, there are times when I catch myself or self thinking or have a moment and speak negatively when things are hard and obstacles come my way. I learned to encounter it by changing my words. And in time, I started to believe them over the negative ones or the negative words. Like, for instance, my husband and I were driving, and I was speaking to him about left-hand turns and how I hated them. Does anyone feel me? I know I can't be the only one out there who hates left-hand turns. Well, at least for us in Arizona, we have left-hand turns. I started saying, I'll never get good at this timing of cars passing to turn left without feeling extremely anxious about getting hit by a truck or cars being behind me impatient and start honking at me. I can feel for them sometimes because I would wait until the road is completely clear and feel safe and yeah. So I still kept on and on and then it got quiet (laughs) and I realized that I was the only one talking Right then and there, I had to stop myself and said, no, I cancel what I just said, and I replace them with, I will get better at left-hand turns because the more I practice, the better I will get, and the more confident I will be because I really, really, really want to be confident and get better at this. So, once this new way of thinking became a habit, my whole world changed, my friends, most gracefully. In fact, I'm not saying things weren't tough because there were ups and downs concerning the subject on obstacles. The habit didn't change overnight with me speaking negatively at every lemon that life has thrown at me. It took time and hard work, a lot of work, and a lot of Jesus. With those lemons, I decided I started to make lemonade. This new style of thinking gave me the fuel to ignite a fire in me where confidence rose out from the grave. I started showing up for myself instead of running away and beating myself up in the end. I found the courage to overcome and now had the tools to overcome my obstacles rather than avoiding my problems. Albert Einstein said, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. I found myself slowly walking towards my obstacles with a little more clarity rather than hiding from them. I decided to be okay with bumps in the road in my life's path. Trust me, my friends, because obstacles will show up whether you're ready for it or not. But we get to decide the narrative of our story, right? We have the gift called choice. So what will you choose? When we've believed a certain way and reacted in a way that doesn't serve us best for years, of course, our first response is going to be what we've always done, right? It's second nature. Brian Tracy said it best. The function of your subconscious mind is to store and retrieve data. Its job is to ensure that you respond exactly the way you have programmed it. I love how he put it. That means what you say and listen to over time will be what you produce. What you practice is what you'll be good at. And we can start to practice choosing to see obstacles, right, as opportunities in small bite sizes. There's a scripture in the Bible in Romans 12. I think the NIV, it says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So here it goes. It says, we are transformed by renewing our minds with new words, new beliefs. Does that make sense? So just to change a notch, so I wanted to talk to you guys. You guys already know now I have five kids and the three older ones are boys. So need I say more? If you know anything about kids, specifically boys, especially when they were younger, it's a challenge to get them to listen without matching their environment. And I must confess, uh, that was my normal environment. I remember I had such a bad habit of raising my voice at my kids when they were younger, y'all. I know at least one listener can nod their head up and down in agreement when I say raising children can be one of the hardest jobs out there, but yes, rewarding. And I am grateful for being their mom and they are such a joy. I also, I understand I am not going to be a perfect parent, but my heart's intentions always wants the best. Yet, I would still raise my voice and sometimes yell uncontrollably. And I know, deep down inside, I'm wrong, but here I am still yelling. I just couldn't stop. (laughs) Um, And I really, really wanted to work on this. And I love my kids so much, so they deserve a good upbringing. You know what I mean? So I would apologize to my kiddos and tell them, okay, guys, I'm going to work on this, I promise. Literally, like not even an hour later, I find myself yelling at one of them for not picking up after themselves. I used to feel shame, guilt every time I felt at this. It was a cycle, pretty much like a merry-go-round. Albert Einstein says, insanity, doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting different results. You all this was my life, not just with my children, in a lot of different areas of my life. I repeated the same thing, expecting something to be completely different. And it drove me kind of crazy, anyone feel me? So it would get worse, especially when pride snuck in, when I would do this with my children, due to shame and guilt. See, I had to give myself a lot of grace in this area because I've done it for such a long time. It was a habit. This would be one of the obstacles in my life I had to overcome with lots of practice and a lot of patience and abundance of grace. And what helped me along the way was to know that God gave me this grace or power to raise my children, they're mine, and that I have a got this attitude. I also forgave myself when I messed up and faced my kids when appropriate, and ask them to forgive me. What did I do? Well, I would think before I speak and this was very hard for me because that was not in my first nature. I would speak and then think and be like, oh, that was not great. I shouldn't have said that. But I would think before I would speak and then my husband helped me with this. He told me a long time ago to choose peace over the mess. And I am not gonna lie, I'm still working on that, choosing peace over mess, but I've come a long way. So with this new habit, it gave me less guilt and also helped me become a kinder human being in the process. Change isn't or doesn't always feel natural, but necessary, of course, with a dash of grace. So I have a visual exercise Just imagine with me for a moment, close your eyes, and those who are driving, keep your eyes on the road. So, you are going on a road trip, you have relaxing music playing, and you are now on a straight, smooth highway. Most of us maybe will turn on cruise control, but now you have been driving for a couple of hours. Things are going great. When you see difficult winding roads ahead, Okay, you mentally prepare yourself, and I'm sure you are not on cruise control anymore. No, you're manually steering. You grip the steering wheel. You're gonna put your attention on the road. You may feel the intensity rise and can't wait until you get through it. No shortcuts, and nope, there's no U-turns. Once you have passed the obstacles, you relax. You can breathe. Okay, so please now open your eyes. I just wanted to give you an example because these can be some of the many feelings that tend to rise when obstacles come in front of you, right? A lot of times we end up wanting to turn around or take the shortcut. Friends, there's no shortcuts to lessons being learned. There's only one way to learning it, and that's understanding, Let's start being intentional, brave, excited, and motivated to walk through problems with faith and grace on our side. Because on the other side of the obstacle, you may not see it right away, is the reward. So you don't have to change what you see, you simply change how you see it. When you stop at a stop sign, for instance, you don't get upset and start complaining or you can turn around because you've had it no you simply look to the left look to the right and drive on you can decide this is the end of the road and turn around when obstacles come or you can decide and know in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity they're a part of your path path to your journey They help you grow stronger and point out things in yourself that need stretching, growth, and letting go. It really builds up your character as well. Conflict is a good thing when you see it in a good way. Getting one step closer to success or a goal with a new mindset allows me to see obstacles as an opportunity instead of finding ways to do the hard work or finding ways to avoid and procrastinate. Through life with an I can't attitude, it doesn't serve me. And if you're listening and all of this kind of sounds familiar, how's that going for you? (laughs) I'm sure it's not too well, right? I give you permission to adopt and I got this. I am made for this attitude. I'm a woman who can do hard things. It took me a while to recognize i had some fixed mindsets on fear of facing the difficulties in my life it seemed that fear had a grip on my life i felt paralyzed and i allowed it to control everything i did and didn't do i didn't take chances i stayed in the safe zone anyone feel me I allow circumstances to control my environment instead of me becoming the thermostat that would set my own temperature. I didn't think I would ever see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I still had a lot of work to do to renew my mind and I've learned with a growth mindset on these matters and honestly, I am still working on it. I went from running away when things got hard and avoided conflicts to facing issues dead on. Comfort was my enemy. And my friends, yes, there are times when a break is appropriate because you know your own body. At the same time, here comes the tough love, okay? You shouldn't stay there too long. I've learned to embrace conflicts and problems, and problems solve, when obstacles are in front of me, to never give up on me. And I know, and I know, I know, you can do the same thing for yourself, my friends, one step at a time. Change is not easy. In fact, it's uncomfortable. It takes grace and grit to do this thing called life, right? Grit is, well, the definition of grit is persistent in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. When you have a goal and circumstances delay you, press on. You may face challenges that seem unbearable, press on. Despite what your friends and family may say about you moving forward with that business idea or a book you want to write, the people in your life will feel uncomfortable not always but there are a lot of times where the people around you will feel uncomfortable with your growth and to start to feel threatened and uneasy with change but listen despite all the pressure press on my friends let that be a flame to your fire the fire to your dreams goals success when you begin to use your past as data or knowledge, let it be a tool to help you with your next quest and fuel your engine and ignite the fire within you to get through obstacles. Practice showing up for yourself while doing the necessary work to help you get one step closer to your goal. I pray you will soon see that in the middle of difficulty, lies opportunity to change how you see it. God bless you all and till next time, ciao.